Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hanif. It's Michael. And Vanessa. Hey, y'all. <laughs> how are, how are you? Okay. I am good. Uh, I am not too... Wait, am I supposed to say I'm not busy? I'm just... This is where I do that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, did I mess up already? No, 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 no you didn't mess up. You answered the phone perfectly. This is that, that was a completely normal way to answer the phone. Um, sorry, we we surprised you with this phone call, I know. Um, but I mean, are you busy right now? Are like are we interrupting anything? No, I'm not busy. I am just kind of in the depths of my inbox, my Gmail inbox, which um. I'm always looking for a break from. Um, because it is like a whack-a-mole situation where I forget <laughs> that when you have like a lot of emails, when you reply to them, then that means they reply back to you. And so I'm not busy in a real sense. And I would, I welcome a break from that. I'm eager, willing, if not eager to be uh, pulled from the depths of my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> the inbox, the inbox often can really remind me. We were actually talking about this uh, earlier of the descent, the movie where those people go spelunking and yes. there's a bunch of monsters, except the monsters are people asking you to do shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And normally I don't mind. You know, I I sometimes think it's a real pleasure to be emailed or to be thought of in a way that even if it's someone asking me to do something, it's at this point it's genuinely 80% of the time stuff I want to do or people I want to, you know, be working with in some capacity. So I don't mind that. I just mind the sheer volume of, yeah, of the emails. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. I think it would be more fun maybe if the emails looked like letters and whenever you yeah. like, so it like showed up and it had like your name and ball, and then you like click a button and it opens and it like comes out and it's really like an experience. Right. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Maybe I should get on that. I feel the same way. Like I I wanna even if I'm like, yeah, for sure. It's like I respond in my mind, but I forget to actually do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much sometimes I feel like we should be able to respond to things with our minds and have it project into yes. the world as we want it to be done. But that is several years in advance if, if the movies about the future uh are are accurate. It, several, think- several years. It'll be the next Apple update, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um, since, like, yeah, we would love to, like, maybe pull you away from the inbox just for a second, give you a little bit of a break, a little vacay. Um, and we were wondering if you had, like, a couple minutes to talk about noodles. I would love to talk about noodles. <laughs> I would love to, although... Uh, Are you recently, in or out? I'm very, I'm in, uh, well, I am now in on alternative noodles, Whoa. like a zucchini noodle or oh. a, this doesn't mean, this doesn't mean I'm out on all like noodles. Literally two nights ago, I had like a linguine thing. Um, okay. But so I'm not like a, I don't know. I don't like to think of myself as a, "Quote unquote health conscious person, or at least any <laughs> like any way that I get there is by accident. You know, like I I run because if I don't go on runs, I like lose my mind. You know what I mean? And so, but I'm not running. Yes. I'm like I'm like not going on runs like with health in mind, or at least not physical health. It's all like if I don't go on a run, I am going to throw my laptop out of a window. <laughs> right. So 
But like when it comes to food, I'm not like my brain doesn't really work that way. I'm not like, I need to eat this so I can feel this way. That said, I did make a conscious effort uh, like a year ago to start eating a few more vegetables, mostly because I was I was eating no vegetables. And so I guess this is at this point two years ago. And so why I say zucchini noodles is because I like the way I've learned that I can consume vegetables is like slotting them in somewhere where I'm not thinking about it. You know what I mean? You got to trick yourself. Yeah. And like zucchini noodles are clearly not noodles. But if I put enough stuff, like if I mix them up with enough stuff, I just don't think about it. Sure. It's like, okay, well, I'm eating a ton of zucchini now, but my brain is not. It's the same with like cauliflower rice, you know? It's just like, if that is essentially, that is essentially like a body that you put, a, a plain body that you put a good outfit on. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. How old are you, if it's okay to ask? Yeah, yeah. I am 39. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be 38 this year. And I, I also don't eat vegetables, which I think is bad. <laughs> so I also need to start tricking myself. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm like a huge vegetable advocate, to be clear. There are like five vegetables total I like. You know? Whoa. Wait, 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 um, wait. I, w- I want to hear what those are for sure. But before I forget about it, like, I want to say when I first heard alternative noodles, it was immediately sort of like noodles wearing black eyeliner. <laughs> um, yes. or like noodles that are really yeah. into like meet me at the altar or something i was yeah. like yeah. yes i'm super excited for these noodles these like Soft slightly noodles. edgy they're pierced they have pink hair yeah these yeah. are pierced noodles <laughs> i wish that were the case i mean i i also to be fair don't eat i've never eaten a lot of noodle based things um except for so I, I grew up and lived, has lived with most of my life, like pretty poor. And so I, I guess when I say I never have, it's, it's mostly, I've never like wanted to, but I've done it out of necessity because I feel like pure poor noodles are affordable and you can just like in their filling and you could just like make a week of food out of them. Right. Um, but I never, that's never been like my preference. Um, but you know what I like that I feel like people, uh, shit on because whatever I still and I, I grew up you know with black folks who really knew how to make mac and cheese like really knew how to make it still I'm around black folks who really know how to make it but I have a soft spot in my heart for the craft macaroni and cheese in the blue box yeah because <laughs> one not only because like when I had no money that was what I could make but also because it's so malleable you can do so much stuff with it you can make it into like a you can do like a put some turkey meatballs in there I still to yeah. this day will make blue box craft macaroni and cheese and just kind of have it on deck for like a week, you know? Uh, and so that's, that's, you know, if I'm ranking noodles, honestly, but the, the, the elbow macaroni pasta is probably the one. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree. I think macaroni is king for sure. Um, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to go get some noodle examples that we can talk through because I still want to hear these top five vegetables or like the yeah. only five vegetables. And <laughs> then I want to I want to work through some noodles. So I'm just going to go grab some noodle examples and then I will be right back and we can dive into this. Okay, wait. So 
elbow macaroni number one. Like out the gate, you're saying elbow macaroni number one. Yeah, I think so. Or and or I think when it comes to mac and cheese, like elbow macaroni, or I don't know the names of pastas. Is it rotini, the small kind of? Um, I think so. Spiral ones that people mm-hmm. use in mac and cheese sometimes. So those those are as well. Um, when I lived, so I lived in Connecticut for two and a half years, and I didn't love it there, but. When I was there, there was this restaurant at the end of my street called Goodfellas. And it was this kind of like very, I don't know if they, there's a way that Olive Garden tries to do this like stereotypical mm-hmm. Italian restaurant thing. Mm-hmm. But they it's family, it your way, family. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they do it in a way that's kind of like campy. And mm-hmm. Goodfellas yeah, is yeah. doing it in a way that's like, we are for real. Like we are Legit. literally the movie the movie Goodfellas would be playing on every TV in the restaurant on a loop all day long, like Whoa. uncensored. And so like kids would be in there watching oh the God. scene where they're like fucking cutting up the guy in the trunk, you know? Um, but they had this pasta dish. It was like a salmon pasta dish. And the, the, it was like spaghetti that was thinner than angel hair. I don't even know the name of it, but it was like the thinnest possible noodle. And it like dissolved, you know, the sauce would, it would like dissolve in your tongue. I don't know. Um, that if that awesome. place is still around, I haven't been back to Connecticut since I moved. I would like to go back just so I can maybe pop in at Goodfellas, but um, <laughs> I, yeah, I love that place. That's awesome. That reminds me of uh, I used to love going to Bubba Gump Shrimp, and yes. they play Forrest Gump on a loop, and there's yes. also <laughs> like kids there and stuff. And it's like when Jenny's like gonna jump off a building and she's like high on coke and we're just eating our family style dinner. <laughs> yeah. We never got a Bubba Gump here in Columbus, which which bummed me out. I don't think there's there's ever been one in Ohio. Uh which kind of bums me out. And so I've only ever had them I think I had one in the airport once and it was great. And yeah. ever since then I've been, you know, like longing for one in my home state. i've i've gone once in la in like what's the place with the giant minion oh universal studios or we went for grace's birthday yeah yeah that was city walk city walk Mm -hmm. yeah and um and we were far too excited and all the staff like i felt bad like i felt bad for like because we were really treating it like it was like a moment we're like ah we're at bubblegum shrimp and city walk yes let's go (laughs) and the staff were just like i work at a bubblegum shrimp on city walk like i don't i don't want to like be excited about you being here right now oh i have a video because it was our friend grace's birthday and we said it's her birthday so then they had to sing but we're literally the only people there and they were so annoyed that we were all like Like, literally all the people in in the restaurant yeah yeah it was was like a monday at like it was a monday at like noon you know yes (laughs) i feel like so i the most of the jobs i've worked in my life uh are serving jobs i was a i was a very good server it is as much as one could be i think and i liked i mean to be frank like you know i don't know if i really love any labor but i i liked serving Mm -hmm. but whenever there was a person with a birthday I would always think like I had to go to the bathroom. Uh, I would never be. I just, I like, I just, I couldn't get myself up to to sing for strangers in that way. And I think like, I don't know. I guess there's no real math on this. And I don't want to 
project this onto people, but it does feel like eight and a half times out of 10, the person receiving the birthday song is like not into it. No, no. It's for everyone else. It's like for everyone else. Well, it's sort of a prank. It's like a prank. You're like, ah, we got you, bitch. Like, look, look, isn't this the worst? (laughs) And I feel bad. I end up feeling, I always felt bad for the person who's just like on the receiving end of this much attention from people they don't know or love. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's such a silly tradition, I think. (laughs) I mean, Um, I, I guess... (laughs) <laughs> there are worse traditions. Sorry, I'm distracting from noodles. Yeah. But, oh, yeah no. I, oh no. Um, we love it. We love a tangent, a branch. We love it all. <laughs> I feel like I don't love. You know, my birthday doesn't really matter to me. I don't pay much attention to it. But I love celebrating the birthdays of others a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I think. Um, I don't know the love languages. That well, is there one of them that has to do with like giving people gifts or is that only receiving gifts? Um, I think it can go two ways because there's there's receiving gifts. There's um, words of encouragement Quality time is one of them. Words of Quality time. Um, there's acts of service. And I think acts of service can oh, sometimes yeah. dovetail with like gifts in a weird Absolutely. way, depending on how you do it. Mm-hmm. I'm an acts of I'm an acts of service kind of fellow. Yeah. Like all across, mm-hmm. across the board, I feel like I'm an acts of service dude. I'm not so much a. I would like to be more of a words of affirmation fella, but I struggle. Anyway, what I'm saying is <laughs> birthdays, <laughs> birthdays, I really shine because that's when you can like go all out on the yeah. acts of service front. For sure. And I mean, an act of service that I really enjoy is I love being cooked for. Like, it's one of my favorite experiences, especially when someone's, like, jazzed about it. Like, I don't like, like, a sort of, like, suffering cooking for. Like, it's not about, like, me being, you know, it's not like, yes, cook for me, cook for me. Like, if someone's like, mm, I'm going to make you dinner, especially if it's, like, romantic and it's like, I want to cook for you. And that's part of the, 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 the sort of narrative of it is, like, let me cook for you, sit down, blah, blah, blah. Um, do you have a noodle dish that you like either of y'all would cook? Like, do you like cooking noodles? I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't cook. Um, but I love to eat, uh, noodles. Yes. Uh, and I just, (laughs) just as an adult, I've discovered like more noodles and pastas and stuff. Cause you know, I grew up on the border with Mexican food. So I didn't really know really Italian food or anything else, but now I'm like, Oh, this is, this is delicious. I love a noodle and some kind of meat in there with a Mm -hmm. sauce Mm -hmm. and a bread and just all carbs and carbs. Gotta have a bread. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. a bread. So I, I think like whenever you're cooking communally for multiple people, Pasta is the go-to because um, one, you can make so much of it. And again, like, it's just, it's kind of simple. My, one of my best friends in the world, Mia, used to do this thing every year um, called, (laughs) now I'm about to say it out loud and laugh. I guess when she says it, it's, I've gotten used to her calling it this and it like is not, it doesn't register as a funny pun in my head because it's just what she calls it now. But she called it senior parm. So it's like senior prom, but Parmesan. <laughs> I and love that. And she would make, uh, she would just make eggplant Parmesan for like all of her friends. 
and everyone would just gather, you know, mm-hmm. be like 15, 20 people would just gather outside and eat eggplant parmesan. And uh, it would always happen in early September. What's the holiday in September? Is it um, Memorial Labor Day? Day? Is Labor Day. Yeah. That's the Labor Day weekend. And mm-hmm. that, to me, like, I, I, one, she's an excellent maker of eggplant parmesan, but eggplant is like not something that I gravitate towards. Until it's a complicated vegetable. Yeah. It is yeah. a real because the texture is all weird. It's yeah. Like it's, weird ass texture and like uh-huh. plus it, it's it, spongy, it's, got, it's dry it's somehow. Like, yeah. I also feel like the world of emojis has complicated the eggplant now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the eggplant has some connotations to it that I just it like does. You know, <laughs> which it's not that is not the fault of the eggplant. Uh <laughs> It's really no one's fault. I mean, like, you are what you are. All bodies are good bodies. Yes, <laughs> um, yes just, body justice for body. the eggplant. Justice for the eggplant. <laughs> yeah. But when, like, I, I, you know, when Mia started doing the senior parm thing, I was like, maybe I do love eggplant parmesan. But I don't know if I do. I just love people gathering around a meal. And I feel like the best examples of that happening in my life have involved a noodle of some sort. Mm. I mean, it is, it's like the versatility of being able to like cook for a lot of people for cheap and you want everyone to be full. And it's like noodles almost always going to be like the most affordable part. And that's sort of what carries the rest of it that might cost more or might be, um, you're like the noodle will back it up. Like my favorite thing to cook for people is chicken and dumplings, but I do like noodle dumplings. Like the, the, so you roll it flat and then it's like long, you, uh, take a pizza cutter long strips that get really fat and then the the saw the the soup or like gets so all the extra flour and it's that's one of my favorite things to make for people delicious that's delicious i i feel like noodles in soup also kind of appeal to me Mm -hmm. um i don't know i feel like chicken noodle soup is so often braided into illness but when done well, it just, it like really hits. It's a very simple, yeah. but also there's like vegetable soups you can kind of get some noodles into to make it a little more hearty. Um, noodles are kind of a centerpiece of invention, I think, because, you know, at my, I remember when I was growing up, if we had nothing in the house, we had noodles and some butter. You could make like butter noodles and that would be satisfying, Yeah, you know? Still. It's just a still place, is. still, still hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like. If you have noodles, butter, and like maybe some Parmesan cheese, then you're set. Yeah, yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, it's okay. it's so ancient as well, and I feel like every like it shows up in so many places. And like I'm always with foods, I'm always sort of like, wait, who decided? Like, so I always think of this with like um with sea urchin, where I'm like, I want to be there, uh, fly on the wall for the first time. Someone like was like okay let's go get this thing that's clearly one does not want to be got and then we're going to cut it open probably with rocks at the time and then we're gonna (laughs) find this sort of orange pudding inside and then that's what we're gonna eat but like with a noodle i'm like who who how how and it's like and it happens in so many different cultures someone was like we're gonna get this flour we're gonna do all this shit to it we're gonna get it wet but only a little bit and then we're going to roll it out. It's like, that's science. Noodles are yeah. science. <laughs> and it makes me, well, I mean, I think the same about the uses of bread and how, I mean, you know, like, 
any carb-based thing, like who was the first person to decide that bread, because bread has been around for so long. Right. Who was the first person to maybe decide upon bread as a sandwich? Although there is an actual inventor of the sandwich, right? There That's is. Like, this is actually a person. Uh, I know this because... Is it like the was, Earl of Sandwich or something? Is it like that uh, thing? I gotta be honest. Someone, yes, the fourth Earl of Sandwich invented the sandwich, which I know. Uh, John Montague. I know this because it was told to me on a date, and I I say this to say that the date wasn't going well, and I think, well, I was great. I think I'm a very good first date, but I think this person was like trying to. I think the person was like, I gotta get out of this date. You know what I mean? Like. Mm this isn't going well for me or like the vibe is not what I was. And they were just started hitting me with sandwich facts. <laughs> See, but that Tim, if someone hit me with right? sandwich facts now, I was into hurts. it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm like... On, like on a second. I mean, we ended up going on like three or four dates because I think that she thought she was like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker out of here. I got sandwich facts. But I was like, tell me more. You know what I'm saying? Like, this I'm is, into it. you're really talking to me now, you know? Uh, and, and she was like, wow. Right. More interesting than I thought this one. <laughs> um yeah, cuz I mean like I think like right like early early bread is probably like flatbreads and things like that and then like you're using natural yeast or yeast is just showing up and like like sort of like early fermentation like uh, probably some of it was accidental um yeah. or like was it yeah. was Jesus the first bread? Mm the body mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the first bread right <laughs> mm -hmm. wait oh, i man. think we talked about this maybe we talked about this in the episode but one of the craziest things to me is that like communion wafers um there's like a monopoly on those and there's like one family somewhere in like the northeast of america that like runs a factory that makes like 90 percent of the eucharist for the entire world Whoa. and what? yeah um, like Google it, look at like look around. I read a whole thing on them because and I like it was one of those like late night reads where you're just like, oh my god, this is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> but I think like you're born into it, and it's one of those things where it's like, no, you have to make Eucharist. Like if you bail on this, like no, this is the family business. We make wow. the body of Christ. <laughs> it, that feels like it would be a hard market to corner at first, but then a very easy one to hold on to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is some, yeah, I feel like there's a, depending on when they began, like, I feel like there was probably a rush for that kind of thing in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. But once you corner that market, you can live off that forever. I know. Right. That's right. Wild. And I feel like, I feel like pasta, like, pasta can be similar. I feel like, because I feel like there's like, if you're going to like store bought pasta or noodles, there's like what, like five, max main brands like mainline brands yeah well so like non-store brands like national brands yeah 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 i don't even know if there's five i mean surely there's five but i i'm only like i don't even know their names but i'm only envisioning like three kinds of boxes there's a blue box there's, <laughs> there's, blue box. there's a like bag. an orange box there's a bag yeah a bag. i don't even know the names but i know <laughs> i know what they look like yeah but i only I feel remember like yeah, I only remember one of the brands because there was a thing a couple years ago similar to like Goya when it, they were like 
the owner or something was like, we don't want the gays eating our pasta or something like something like that. <laughs> and so I always just remember the brand not to buy. <laughs> and I don't I'm always just like, wait, which one's the one that doesn't want me to eat it? Like, which <laughs> which pasta is the homophobic pasta? Right. Yeah. And I feel bad for the pasta, you know? I'm like, it's not your yeah, fault. Yeah, the pasta didn't ask for that. I, I feel like that's interesting. I wonder if I've unknowingly purchased that pasta. Because I didn't even, I'm not up on that. At this point, I feel like. You're not in the pasta gossip? <laughs> yeah, I'm not in the... <laughs> I'm very, I, I, I think. I mean, I'm like up on, you know, like I, I, there's, there's so much stuff that I'm up on in terms of like what I don't, like what my no fly list is in terms of consumption, but I don't buy pasta enough is the thing. Mm, like there's some fair. stuff that I, there's some stuff that I buy all the time. So I kind of got to be up on like, you know, where my money's going in that regard, but pasta that is not like store brand. I feel like now that I'm, I've gotten on the zucchini noodle thing, it's pretty rare that I'm just like, you know, and the last time I had pasta, I homemade it. Last time I had pasta, I did a homemade thing. Oh, that's fancy. Didn't come out to be fair. It didn't come out well. Can I ask uh, a question about zucchini noodles? Because I've never had them. Yeah. Are they wet? <laughs> they are, uh Okay. So here's a couple things about zucchini noodles. They are wet at first, but you kind of have to cook. They have to be cooked really well. And they're like, um, you know how when you get spinach, you get like 50 pounds of spinach and then you cook it and it's like one leaf. You know, it's yes. right, right. It's what is that? It's a zucchini noodles kind of have the same vibe where you get, you have to get a lot because as you cook them, they kind of fold in on themselves. But if you cook them well, they come out a little moist, but like not so wet that they should be if you put sauce atop them they should be at a consistency where they absorb the sauce not kind of like create a cavern in which the sauce puddle lives you know yeah. um, see i i yeah. experimented with them in college and I, <laughs> and I got like a one of those swirly things that makes a spiral yes a spiral yes but i don't Spiralizer. think i ever cook them right because i i've never been i've never had them where i was like this is it i have always gone back to the real stuff yeah i mean it's it's hard they're one of those they're they're hard to cook i wish they were easier you know i think you can get like cauliflower rice or broccoli rice to a consistency that feels ricey yeah or like ricey enough Zucchini noodles, it's like a real inexact science. It's like a, you know, you got to be like fucking Nikola Tesla to, you know, <laughs> figure out the exact mechanics of, of the, the pan to cook them in properly. But right. when it does, when you do pull it off, it works really well. Uh, mm. But it's they're hard. They're a tough one. I've enjoyed yeah. chickpea noodles. Oh, oh. yeah. That, that are like that largely that protein. I know. Mm -hmm. uh, Banza, Banza, Banza. Orange box. like an orange. Orange box, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, uh, Are they I like, like similar to actual noodle tasting? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, a little. Sure. There's a. They're a little bit denser or a little chewier because I mean I guess it's like it's like protein and blah blah blah. But what's nice about it is like you can kind of and I don't know if it's real. You know, I, you know on this podcast that we are not doctors and we do not research. Um, but 
I in my head I'm like, mm, more protein is better for me. Um, the it's healthy. <laughs> it says it says eleven grams. I I like the chickpea noodles. They they do feel a little denser, chewier. Some of them are a little grittier. Um, but I still will say that there's like a. I had lasagna maybe two months ago. Mm. Lasagna is not a dish I enjoy a lot, to be oh. clear. But I had really good lasagna, and it was just like straight up, you know, like somebody homemade the pasta at their house. And I was like, this is it. This is, you know, like as much as, you know, I respect zucchini noodles and chickpea noodles, but when you have like good homemade pasta, it's like, this is, it's, yeah. it doesn't get better than this. There's no replacement for this. Yeah. Wait, talk. Talk to us. What is it about lasagna that doesn't that makes it not normally a dish you gravitate towards? Because in my head, like baked pasta, cheese, meat situation, like that's last meal. Like give me, <laughs> give me that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would rather, and I know these two aren't the same, but most baked pastas, I'm kind of like, I would rather just have a pizza. You know. Whoa. I'm with Interesting. you. Interesting. Yeah. Sometimes because like the flavor profile similar. And it's oftentimes less like lasagna for me feels like a hassle to eat. I feel like I get fuller quicker, but less sad. Like the journey to fullness is less satisfying. Yeah. And so it's just like, give me a, give me a pizza. I think the cheese in the lasagna is also like sometimes what is, is it ricotta? Yes. There's ricotta often on the inside and then typically sometimes like a mozzarella on top. Too there much. can be too much ricotta. There can be too much. Too much. Absolutely. Sometimes too much. So, yeah, I'm like, well, then, yeah, just give me a pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, if I'm going to do a lasagna, it's the ricotta is a very thin layer. And then right. I typically mix the ricotta with some mozzarella to give it some, like, staying power. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I like a lasagna where every layer is pretty thin and there's more of them. Like, I'd rather have, like, 12 layers of thin stuff. Than yes. like three layers of really thick, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Definitely do not want thick layers. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want is thick layers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell to I, me, it's just like thick layered lasagna, plate after plate. You, you know what grosses me out, and I, I got shit for this the other day, but like I do not like it when there's too much meat on a sandwich, and yeah. sometimes, especially on like TikTok. Or whatnot, they're like, look how much fucking meat's on this sandwich. Like this sandwich is layers of meat. Like just like, and I'm like, that it makes me like gaggy. Like it, I'm yeah. just like, I don't like. And so sometimes, like I, I got a sandwich at this restaurant, and I took some of the meat off, and I'm not gonna like <sighs> throw it away. I just like I might like have that, like you know, with a yeah. fry or something. I don't know. But if I'm just like a mouthful of meat, there's something happens in me that's like it, it freaks out. What do you, what do y'all think about meat? <laughs> Let's say I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like so. Here's a, a, a side sad story. I feel like there's a part of me, um. <laughs> The most like ridiculously stereotypically masculine part of me that still lives <laughs> is that my friends, you know, my friends from from years and years and years ago, we you know, we're all like evolved people now, but we still have our kind of like college bro aspects in we were playing basketball last year at some point and the loser, we were playing like a, a game of horse. Mm -hmm. And the idea was that whoever lost first 
had to go to Arby's and eat the Meat Mountain sandwich. They had they were advertising the sandwich called the Meat Mountain, which is just like <laughs> no. literally every meat that they have no. is like on bread. And so we were like, you know, you know, we're doing what we always did when we were like in our 20s. You know, we would play a thing and the loser would have to do something ridiculous. God. And we saw a commercial for Meat Mountain and it was like, and we were like, you know, as we were sitting watching the commercial, we were like, no one should eat that. Like no one should be eating right. that much meat in a sandwich. But once we got on the basketball court, it was like, all right, whoever loses this motherfucker is going to eat that. <laughs> and my homie lost, and we went to Arby's. You know, we were all on it. We were like, ha-ha, you got to eat the meat mountain. And then we got it, and he opened it, and we were all like, oh, no, 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 man, you don't have to eat that. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, like, it was one of those things where we, like, snapped back to our real selves, you know? We were like... We were like frat, it frat was boy that movie. Bad. Our frat boy movie selves were, were were like the ones who were amped up. Like you gotta eat it, eat it, eat it. And then we opened it. And we like snapped back to our adult lives. And we're like, oh come on, man, we're not we're not gonna make you eat that. And I forgot we did. We didn't waste it, but I forgot we did. I think actually, so the, one of my friends is a chef, and I think he just like repurposed all the meats. Wow. <laughs> because I can't I can't lie. The sandwich looked like it was horrific. It was like it was like a nightmare. I was like. No one, literally, it was every single meat you can get at Arby's piled on a bun, and it was really oh big. And there was I probably was like, cheese too, right? Those are cheese. Yeah, there was some cheese at the top, uh, you know. And I was like, "This is." I just, you know, I'm worried about just you later if you ate that now. You know, <laughs> the fact that like you know your adult selves kicked in in that like yeah. where you're like yeah we're gonna fuck around and do this crazy thing and that everyone was like no we can't <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is, somebody's gonna get hurt <laughs> i feel like that's a level of maturity that has really only arrived for me in the past five years <laughs> <laughs> that would be my fear factor i think that would be like i would go on an episode of fear factor and they're like you're not going to eat bugs. You're not going to have to like have all these roaches crawl on you. You have to finish this sandwich that is entirely made of meat. And it's like so massive and it's sweating. You can see the meat sweating. It's got like oh, old gosh. charcuterie plate sweat. Like I'm like looking at a photo of meat mountain now. I know. I need to see this thing. Here, I'll put it in the chat. It's a, it's, there's yes. a chicken tender on it. I forgot there there's was a, a chicken, chicken tender. tender. Well, yeah. now maybe I'm in. I don't know. Oh I mean, my god! No, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's really that. Uh, oh, sorry, oh, there's that people bacon are listening. and bacon and. Oh. I feel Wait. like people listening can't see it, but you should Google it if you're listening. <laughs> Google yeah. Meat Mountain. <laughs> Arby's Meat Mountain. What's funny here, and like maybe I'm inaccurate from looking at this picture, but there appears to be a single slice of cheese which i think is actually really funny on arby's part like i think that like i think that's like a little wink um yep. and i appreciate it it makes me a little less disgusted because I, I see the art in it yeah i don't think it looked this i mean this is like the photo shoot meat mountain right the real that's life pretty. Meat mountain did not look like this it was just like straight up Gross. you know i don't know i mean i've worked at fast food before and you just don't have time to arrange something that looks this beautiful. You're just like, right. you're like, I'm gonna assemble this. I'm gonna, yeah, you're just like slapping the shit on. And so, uh, and now, this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really blow your minds. Now, I'm reading this headline attached to this photo. Apparently, Arby's Meat Mountain now comes with a fish fillet on it. <laughs> so, they added fish. They added no. fish. 
We can't Noah's Ark this shit. We can't put the whole... We... All the animals... I didn't even know Arby's had a, so for me, so I was I was raised Muslim and that meant that like for me fast food at McDonald's meant the filet of fish sandwich, which I still think is a very good sandwich. Like a very, mm. very good fast food sandwich. Mm-hmm. Although it has gotten smaller through the years. Now, mm. granted, I don't I don't eat fast food a ton anymore, just because I'm like not in, you know, like a I don't know. I feel like I'm in my house a lot. I'm not on the road a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when I am on the road, I'm like eating out with friends or whatever. So I don't eat fast food as much as I used to. But last year I got a fish, a flare fish, and I was like, wait a minute, this is like a snack size thing. This is not a meal size wow. portion anymore. I felt really betrayed. I actually like looked up, I did research on this, and it has gotten smaller. Wow. Which is, in some ways, that's Islamophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. I'd be like, call it out i did not think about that until now but that is actually literally violence <laughs> see and then this is where this becomes like an article is it's like muslim writer hanifa durakib calls out mcdonald's on their list on this podcast yes wow now you have to buy you have to buy like two instead of one yeah and yeah, the I price mean, is the same and price it's also seasonal it's right it's not always no, no, there, they keep right? It. McDonald's keeps a fillet of fish all year round. They're one of the true. Oh, that's why. That's why McDonald's is like they're what one of the true believers. Of? Like every other fast food place McRib. is seasonal to fish. Oh, McRib. Yeah, that's what McRib, I'm thinking. They of. don't. The McRib. They like. It's a special thing. Yeah, yeah I think it's back though. Judging from the signs Mc... I've seen, it's also one of the most chaotic concepts to me. Is that like it's not ribs, um, and then they just like sort of shape it to be like ribs. Wait, it's not like, ribs. Well, I mean, there's not bones in it, but it's shaped to give the illusion of bones. You yeah. know what I mean? It's no got like, way. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's it's got like. I guess a, I've never looked at it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it gives. There's Look sort of like up. a stamp. There's like a stamp to the patty <laughs> that gives sort of the illusion of it having. Oh, bones. I'm looking at a picture of it now. Oh, that's fucking weird. But you it's, can eat it's, those. It's bizarre. Well, remember the um, I ate the bones commercials. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is odd. It's it's super weird. Nice though. Is it good? Does it taste good? I've I've never never had had one. one. Really? Yeah. It was too chaotic (laughs) for me. (laughs) I guess I don't know. This is like this is definitely a byproduct of my Muslim upbringing. I don't really know what ribs like even look like in a traditional (laughs) sense i think you know growing up in texas like we always had real like meat sandwiches so i'm like i've never wanted to get that or i'm like i'll i'll get real ribs over here yeah or like i'll get like a like a a brisket sandwich like from like one of the dozen barbecue Barbecue joints (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 But, this um, is unsettling. Now that I'm looking at photos of it, this is really unsettling. It's <laughs> it it's is. it's Lovecraftian, like to me. Yeah. It's sort of like, what if we like took meat that wasn't this thing and we shaped it like it'd be like having a hamburger that was shaped like a fish. Like I'm just like, what are we doing? What they are we do that to the fillet of fish? <laughs> I should. I. Yeah, I'd be into that. Is Wait, so. Before we go, before we completely lose it, I want to know what the five vegetables are. That oh. are the only five Thank vegetables. You. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Also, I think it's a good. We need to get away from what we just saw 
on the internet <laughs> and finish with vegetables. <laughs> um, broccoli is always one. Mm. Cauliflower, because I think you can do so much with cauliflower. Nice. Uh, I love onions in all forms. All forms mm. of onion. Uh, I don't love a caramelized onion, but can live with it. Mm. Um, tomatoes are big. Mm. And Got one more. I know. Is it like a... Mm, no, that's a fruit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kiwi's definitely a fruit. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, when done well, Brussels sprouts. Which mm. is interesting because, like, I grew up not loving them because there was a stigma attached to them, I feel like. And then mm-hmm. people learn just, you like, people learn how to make them well. Yeah. And that's all, that makes all the difference in the world. They're tasty. Yeah. There was, I mean, no child, or maybe, like, I don't want to, like, you know, blink a statement. But the idea was children, like, don't like Brussels sprouts. It was in movies. Yeah. It was yeah. in movies. <laughs> they're stinky. They're bitter. It does feel like the grown-up choice. Yeah. Yeah, which is, it's wild how, like, media can impact our relationship with, with foods in that way, right? Because I don't even know if as a kid I didn't like Brussels sprouts. I just knew that all the kids on TV didn't like them. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, like, I didn't like them. Or, you know what? Let me replace tomatoes with spinach. Spinach is great. I love spinach. Okay. That's more versatile. Ma- well, no, because, like, if you lose tomatoes, you lose all tomato-based sauces in a weird That's way. true. That is true, and I do love tomato-based sauce. But I do love I, spinach. I love spinach so much. Spinach yeah, I really is like spinach. good. I feel like for a while, like, kale had good PR going. Oh, and yeah. And it was all about kale. And then It's now, a little nobody, dry for me. Yeah, nobody cares about kale anymore. I, I just, like kale I in a soup. I like it in a yeah, soup. Yeah, Where it's really yep. allowed to, like, moisten up and, like, but, yep. it, but it maintains its crunch, so it adds a textural mm. element to the soup. Kale is a great soup leaf, but a salad leaf, I just, you know, it's just too, it's just too dry, I think. Yeah. Like, you you have to almost, it's dry and bitter, yeah, you have to almost, like, I, I like dressings and salad dressings, but you, with kale, I feel like you have to cover it in dressing to a point where it, like, makes a salad, <laughs> it, the salad becomes, uh, because then it just takes on the flavor of the dressing so much that it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, you know, it doesn't taste the same. Um yeah. And you lose everything else in it. You know, even like a kale Caesar, which I don't mind, I think requires too a much Caesar. It's just like, now I'm just like drinking Caesar dressing. <laughs> it's it's become I'm soup. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's soup. Yeah. It's just like, which I can just make kale in a soup, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have uh, another question before before we wrap because and correct me if i'm wrong i might have invented this but i believe that you had sort of like a hot take moment around french fries that yeah well several but yeah yeah that you and uh that you had like very strong opinions about some french fries and i wasn't sure if it had come up in a while so i wanted to give you a second to revisit french fry gate um and i wasn't sure i believe that you had like you were not into crinkle Mm. Um, now I'm more into crinkle. So this began a couple of years, a few years ago, where I ranked my French fry shapes. <gasps> um, and I was not into crinkle at the time, but now I actually am. I'm, I'm significantly more into crinkle fries because, particularly, I think as I, I almost said, as I get older, as though this is like a 
coming from a high place of wisdom. But I do yeah, like I, just, <laughs> I do like a fry that can just like hold a sauce or hold mm, like if it's a cheese a fry, like a fry that can like hold a yeah, like you know, substantial hold some weight. And a crinkle fry, this is because um Columbus got a what now I'm forgetting the name of that restaurant. Oh, Columbus got a Shake Shack uh mm. back in Ooh. 2020. And I, I I think I'd only had Shake Shack once before, but I hadn't had fries from there. In 2020, I had like a Shake Shack cheese fry situation. And I was like, this is perfect. They have a good crinkle cut fry with a good cheese sauce. So like, this is maybe, this is ideal. So crinkle cut fries are higher. I was also really low on waffle fries at the time. I'm a little bit higher on waffle fries now, but really circumstantially, like waffle fries are good in like a... If you're making like a French fry nacho platter situation, mm. but I don't really like a waffle fry just out the gate. Like I don't really like a waffle fry just to like dip in some ketchup and eat like a normal thing. Yeah, um, I can't do it. It's just too unwieldy. I'd rather have like a, ste- a steak fry is my number one thing. And I know that people that's polarizing because people tend to be like, "Well, a steak fry is just like a potato," and it's like, "Well, shit." I mean, yeah, that's literally it. Fries are made out of potatoes. You know what I mean? I don't know we why are we trying to get away from the source material? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say a steak fry or a wedge situation. Yes, absolutely. Into. The thicker My the thing, better, I think, when it comes yes. to Yes. My thing with that though, and like or is yes, if it's if it's got a good fry on it, like if it's double fried, because my issue with steak fries sometimes is you're just giving me like soft, wet potatoes and it's gotta have, it's gotta have that surface crunch. And then that inside fluffy steamy, I need both parts. And I think that sometimes a steak fry has got to be fresh. It can't have been sitting out for a while. Yeah. I cannot. Whereas a waffle fry, I feel like can survive for a long time sometimes oh, like yeah. they yeah yeah waffle fry is definitely i think perhaps in crinkle cut too they they, they both can hold up under some like room temperature circumstances mm-hmm. i wonder if it's because of just like the ridges the way that he yeah. i don't know i'm not a scientist, I'm not a the air scientist. Goes through them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure yeah. there's like a bon appetit video where they explain this all and the person that made it wasn't paid enough like we can find <laughs> we can find this video somewhere there is here. math somewhere there's real science somewhere yes well lovely 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 um uh don't want to take too much of your time because i know that inbox is barking um <laughs> I really appreciate you like taking the time to talk to us about noodles, but also the entire food pyramid, honestly. Yeah. 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 This was a real pleasure. I don't often get to talk about carbs as much as I like to, and I am a big, (laughs) uh, I am a big lover of carbs. So thank you for this. Yeah. Thanks for talking (laughs) to us. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, And, uh, for anyone that's listening, um, Hanif has a lot of books out there. Um, they also have several seasons of a podcast called Object of Sound um, that is really special. Is there anything else you would like people to know about you or check out, Hanif? Um, no. Oh, if you go to 6805.com and read all the, the cool essays on music. There's a lot of cool essays on albums on 6805 that you can read. Some playlists and cool pictures. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of my favorite things about 6805 is the sort of like archival work you do around magazines. Yeah. And like that's like one of the things I I feel like you can't really find elsewhere is like the way that you compile all the magazine images or covers from the years. I think that's really special. My favorite thing, like when building the site, that was my favorite thing to do. I'm such a big fan of archival photos. It's like the perfect rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll link to some of this stuff whenever we release the episode in the description and whatnot. But thank you so much, Hanif. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thanks, thank Elvis. It's such a pleasure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Talk soon. I'm gonna get this motherfucker out of here. I got sandwich back. So that was like, tell me more. You know what I'm saying? Like, this I'm is, into it. You're really talking to me now, you know? <laughs>